I don't know who needs to hear this, but human beings are not the only creatures walking this earth that enjoy getting absolutely wasted. In this episode, we're talking some drunk animals. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro and... Today's show should be kind of fun. I hope it's fun. But before we get into today's topic, which is drunk animals, we've got a voice message. So why don't we hear what our listener has to say? I believe they have a question. Let's take a listen. Hey, what's up, my man? Jimmy B here. Just wanted to pop in and let you know I really found this last episode pretty interesting. You come up with the most random stuff to talk about. Um, So I guess I was wondering, how do you go about picking the subjects for your podcasts? Keep up the great work, bro. Would love tuning in. Have a good one. Thank you for the question, Jimmy. That's a super fan, Jimmy B. Shout out to Jimmy B Gaming, his streaming platform. Check out Jimmy B Gaming on Facebook. All right. He's a good guy. But uh, to answer the question, I have a long list of topics that I want to get to on the show. I wrote out a list of definite topics that are going to be shows at some point 100% before I even started the show. Um, So I mainly pull from that list. However, I have been intersplicing fan suggestions. Uh, I take suggestions on the Facebook page and on the Instagram page. Um, And actually one suggestion ended up being the last uh, Things You Don't See Every Day short, which was Pink Lemonade. That was a uh, suggestion from friend of the show, Jenna Van Horn. So shout out to Jenna. And uh, Jimmy again, shout out to you. Shout out to Jimmy B Gaming. But uh, yeah, the, the topics, um, they come from my head for the most part. They, they come from that list, which was from my head, but I take any and all suggestions. So if anybody has any suggestions... Please don't hesitate. Leave a message like Jimmy did. You, you just go to anchor.fm. When you search the show, there's an option to leave a voice message. Leave a voice message. You know, I'll take your suggestions. You can go to the Facebook page. You can leave suggestions there. Um, I check it every day. Uh, yeah, I'm listening. So please, 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 all suggestions are welcome. So we're going to take a little break, little break, tiny break, and then when we come back, we're going to start in with the drunk animals, full stop. We'll be right back. And we are back. Now, before I had to pay the bills with that uh, sponsored ad read, we were going to get into the topic of drunk animals animals. How do most animals get drunk when they do? Some of you already know the answer to this. For those that don't, I'll just 
I'll just tell you, it's fine. Fermented fruit is the most common source of instances where an animal can become inebriated. <laughs> We're going to get to one, one instance in a second where it was not fermented fruit, but I'm getting ahead of myself. But most times, if you see an animal out there in the wild and they seem like they should take an Uber home, it's because they ate some fermented fruit. As you may know, fermentation is just one of the natural parts of a fruit and its natural life cycle. When it ferments, it's not as ripe, <laughs> I guess you would say. But you can still eat it. And, uh, yeah. It will... It will give you uh, some effects. <laughs> so, like I said, um, fermented fruit, uh, most common way for an animal to get drunk. I have definitely seen drunk squirrels when I would visit my, uh, my family in Virginia over summers. When it was nice out, the, the, the fruit-bearing trees at the farm would... Uh, would drop, would drop fruit on the ground, and the squirrels would get into them, and uh, yeah, you'd see the squirrels actually kind of stumbling around, and you could tell that they were a little off. It was it was interesting to see. Um, so I can personally say, I can say from personal experience that squirrels react. I wouldn't say the exact same way human beings do. But very similarly to the way human beings do to alcohol in, in terms of, you know, their tolerance, how it affects them, their, their motor functions, all that. If, if, if any of you have ever seen a squirrel get into some peaches or some apples or something and get a little drunk, you've seen them stumble. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not all animals are the same in this way. Uh, we're going to get into that. It's, it's, I, I always get ahead of myself on these things. One animal that is very uh, very similar to uh, human beings in their uh, physiological response, monkeys. That might not be surprising, but uh, most research and observation has shown that monkeys, they do all the human stuff. They pass out, you know, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll have one too many and, uh, and just kind of fall asleep, right? They'll kind of sway back and forth. Uh, they'll vomit, right? They'll do all the, the kind of human things, you know. So, you know, that's that's not surprising. But there's others that just have different responses. Some animals have excellent tolerances. Um, in Sweden, uh, elk are very common to see drunk. Uh when 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 it's when it's when it's autumn there's a lot of apples on the ground there's just apples everywhere the elk eat them boom you got a lot of drunk elk but it's common and from all the anecdotal reports that i've read it seems like the elk kind of 
handle themselves okay. Right? So it's like, it's like okay, they're not really bothering anybody too much. But let's get into some animals that have a super high tolerance. Let's talk about fruit bats. Okay, so fruit bats, by all indication, have a great tolerance to the fermentation process. That for whatever reason, they're, they're getting hit different when it comes to alcohol. All right, so there was a 2010 study, and I actually think this is pretty funny. Um, so there was a 2010 study. Uh, scientists caught uh, some wild fruit. Uh, they, they caught some wild fruit ba- fruit bats. Um, they fed them sugar water laced with alcohol, which I think, and this is what I think is funny because it's not as <laughs> it's not as if these fruit bats were observed. Um, eating fermented fruit in the wild. These scientists kidnapped a bunch of fruit bats and got them drunk on purpose with with alcohol. Like they they took their sugar water, and, and what kind of alcohol did they use to lace their sugar water with? Did were these like Mike's hard? Was this Mike's hard sugar water? What were these scientists doing? It just seems <laughs> it seems weird. Anyway, it gets weirder. So after these uh, after these scientists kidnapped all these fruit bats and got them drunk with wine coolers on purpose, they sent them through a maze. Could you imagine? Just imagine, just imagine being a fruit bat. What kind of date is this? You're just minding your own business, doing fruit bat shit, whatever fruit bat shit is, looking for fruit, I guess. And here comes some guy in a lab coat. Okay. Ties you up, brings you to his to his place. Yeah, he's he, he's got uh, you know he's got uh, you know a couple of Michelobes, and he's like, hey, after we after we have these drinks, why don't you run through this maze? <laughs> Science is weird sometimes, but I love it. Anyway, the whole point the whole point of this, all right? They weren't just I'm I'm making the scientists look bad. They weren't just trying to have a weird Friday night, okay? Um, the whole point of this, they got these bats drunk. They had them run through a maze, and they were testing their their ability to navigate the maze, right? So they took some drunk fruit bats and put them in a maze, and had some sober fruit bats and put them in a maze. And the drunk fruit bats were able to complete the maze just as competently in every instance as the sober ones, which gives them the indication that fruit bats can kind of hold their shit together when they get drunk. Why? Why do fruit bats need to be able to hold their shit together when they're drunk? Well, think about it. They're fruit bats. They eat a lot of fruit. And if you are able to consume fruit that has already began the fermentation process without negative impacts or or results, then you can eat more food. You're not just eating 
food when it's ripe. You can eat it well beyond that. If it gets you a little tipsy, so what? Tipsy, but your belly's full. It's pretty cool. Fruit bats are kind of cool in that way. It's kind of awesome. But they're not they're not the uh the champion drinkers of the animal kingdom. Well, actually, okay. I'm not going to say that they're not because it's from the research that I did, it it's it's a little bit in dispute, but Everything that I've kind of seen just leans a little bit more towards the next animal I'm going to bring up. And that is the pen-tailed, I'm sorry, the pen-tailed tree shrew of Malaysia. Okay. Now, much like the fruit bats, their diet oftentimes consists of fermented fruits, specifically... Uh, they feed on the fermented nectar of the Bertram palm plant. That's uh, essentially what the, the majority of their diet consists of. And, in, uh, and a study in 2008 shows that they've developed a mechanism that lets them drink way beyond the legal limit in most countries. You know, they're, they're drinking 20 times the legal limit in the United States. Um, now... <laughs> Here's where the dispute comes in with the fruit bats. Uh, from what I from from what I saw in my research here, they when they put them through the maze, they didn't necessarily measure it um, in terms of legal limits of alcohol with you know within different municipal mun, municipalities. Oh my gosh, I, I'm like all over the place. I sound like a drunk animal today. You know what? I need a sip of water. That's what it is. My my throat's dry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So they didn't measure the fruit bats in regards to legal limits. So they didn't say, you know, what's the legal limit in New York City or whatever, you know, in, in, term, in terms of the fruit bats going through the maze. Uh, the pen-tailed tree shrews, however, have been measured <laughs> in this way, and they've been shown to be well beyond most legal limits. So... The, the the general consensus, more or less, uh, is that the pen-tailed tree shrew, specifically of Malaysia, is the champion drinker of the animal kingdom. Um, I mean, obviously, big shout out to human beings. We can do a lot when we're drunk. Uh, also, as I mentioned, monkeys. Monkeys, you know, we... They're very similar to us. They, they pass out, they vomit, they, they do all that kind of stuff, but they can still function. But yeah, it's it, it looks like it's the tree shrews. I, I really think more testing should be done with the fruit bats. I, I don't think we've given them a completely fair shake. You know, you know I'm wondering... And, and again, the, the, the information online with this isn't exactly clear. If you guys find anything, feel free to drop me a line. You know, send me a voice message. Drop me a line on the Facebook page. Like, I, I would love to hear it because I was, I was really looking. I wanted to really see when they laced the sugar water of the fruit bats with alcohol, what kind of alcohol was used 
um, and how that compared to the actual fermented fruit that they would eat in the wild. Because, I mean, I'm just really wondering, like, did these, did these scientists get these fruit bats drunk enough to really give them a good test? Or did they get them, like, super drunk and were underestimating what fruit bats are capable of? Because, you know, their, their, their measurements are so off because these, these weird scientists just, just got them loaded just way more than they needed to be. <laughs> I was, um, you know, in, in, in looking into this, uh, I was looking at the different kinds of animals that, uh, that get drunk and I, I've really pretty much gone over the major ones. You know, you've seen, you know, people have seen squirrels, uh, people have seen birds, uh, you know, in, in your bird feeder, you know, people have seen that, right? But there were a few animals that I didn't find any evidence of having ever been drunk. There's there's some anecdotal stuff about elephants being drunk, but it seems to be a little more overblown than, you know, it really is. Elephants don't necessarily, they, they can get drunk, they can physiologically get drunk, but it'd be really hard for them to get drunk, so... It's not something that probably happens as much as has been reported. Uh, but there were some animals I was thinking about. Um, drunk giraffes. I couldn't I couldn't find much on drunk giraffes, but I, I mean, it's possible, right? I feel like a drunk giraffe just slanging his neck around that'd be that'd be that'd be trouble. That wouldn't that wouldn't be good for anybody. Not the giraffe, not Anybody in next slanging distance? How about dolphins? Drunk dolphins? How about how about just a a pod? Is is it a pod of dolphins? I I can't. I know it's a murder of crows. I can't think of the dolphin term, and I don't have it in front of me. But let's let's call it a pod of dolphins. Why, why not? A pod of drunk dolphins. Imagine you're just in the ocean, and a pod of drunk dolphins just roll up on you, that'd be scarier than sharks. Well, not drunk sharks. I was, I meant that would be scarier than normal sharks. Drunk sharks, I feel like, would be a nightmare. Oh, man. A, man, like, a shark that's looking to pick a fight that thinks you were talking to his girlfriend all night? You know? A shark that doesn't want you to act like you're the boss of him? That's not a shark I want to mess with. Whales. My god. A a drunk blue whale. How much how much how much fermented fruit <laughs> would you have to put into the ocean to get a blue whale drunk? My god. That is a lot of margaritas. It's a ton. It might be actually a ton. When I said a ton, I didn't even mean... But that could literally be a... You might need a ton of margarita, like, in terms of the actual weight. Maybe more. I don't know. If there's any scientists... It, okay. <laughs> Somehow I doubt that I have um, actual... Well, no, maybe I do have scientists listen to this show. Let me not, let me not say that. Um, any scientists out there, if you could tell me how much alcohol would be needed... To get a blue whale drunk. I would really appreciate it. 
Oh, man. So, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, just wanted to kind of uh, talk about drunk animals a little bit. I hope you guys had fun with me. Uh, you can always, of course, uh, listen to the show. Well, if you're listening right now, you might be listening on anchor.fm. If you are, uh, you can go right to the show's page, leave us a message, click the support button. You can listen to us on Spotify, too. That's cool. Apple Podcasts. Whatever. Listen to us wherever you want. Doesn't matter to me. As long as you're listening. But if you go to anchor.fm, you can click all those buttons. and there's, it's, it's fun. It's good stuff. I, I encourage you to go there. If you want to check the show out on social media, at Things You Don't See Podcast on Instagram, at Things You Don't See Podcast on Facebook, Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliferro on YouTube. But we haven't really been active on YouTube that much lately. Uh, drop me a line if you want to see us do more YouTube content. I don't know. <laughs> but um as always i appreciate you guys listening thank you so much new episodes coming soon sooner than you think and i really appreciate everybody who takes the time to check us out so thank you very much for joining me on this episode about drunk animals and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.